<laughs> See, they're not having any issues with their headphones, but you keep moving around. I'm sorry, I've got, I've got problems here. They ain't gonna pay attention to you. I know. Well, Brent had his headphone out at the time. You guys should not be connected to anything that you have to share. Earphones, um, houses. <laughs> I was like, what else are you? <laughs> animals. Nope. Why do you think we got two dogs? So when this doesn't work out, oh, we just get one. Yeah. So, welcome to the show. Welcome. Uh, Brent had his headphones out, but I did do their, their, our new catchphrase, the we're doing it. And uh, so we're recording live right now, and I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And we have our wives with us today as well. Would you like to introduce yourselves, ladies? Oh, you want me to go? My name's Amanda. <laughs> Hello, Amanda. And who, who are you the wife of? I'm Steven's wife. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. Not, not Brent's wife. <laughs> I, couldn't, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell. All right. And you, madam? Nice to meet you, Amanda. I am Brandy, Brent's wife. Yeah, we've never we've never met before. No, ever. they're best friends. We've never met. This is the first yeah. time. We I know it's it's been real awkward. We they, didn't vacation together recently. No, <laughs> but we kept you separated. That's they right. did. We. Yeah. I have my area. She has her area. There's actually kind of a rivalry going on between us. I didn't realize that. I thought you guys were just friends, but man, it all comes Stephen, out in the we've podcast. We've never met before. Clearly, wow. I didn't. I didn't know. Okay. I swear I saw you guys at least one venue together. No, in, in, all, in all actuality, I forced Brandy to be my friend, so. But what was that based on? Uh, our relative height. <laughs> I think I said something along the, same, the lines of, hey, we're both short. We should be friends. And she said, okay. And then we realized we love Friends and the TV show Friends and Cupcakes. So for us, so, it was oh, destined to be. We were just man. meant to be together. Deal was sealed. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's right there. Um, before we go any further, I did want to let people know that we are available. Let's Talk About Stuff is available on different streaming services now. We, Stephen and I went back and forth. Um, and really, Stephen did all the work. I just um, <laughs> did some tweeting about it. I Googled a lot. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we are currently available on iTunes, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Overcast, Stitcher, and a bunch of other services, Yeah, uh, evidently. So uh, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud and would prefer listening on a different service, check out one of those and we should be on there. Yep. Uh, and uh, please let us know on our Twitter or anything else uh, if there's something that we can try to get on that you're using some kind of app or something we don't know about. We can put you on there too. Yeah, contact us at LTASpod on Twitter. Wait, do you guys have more listeners than us? Yes. Brent, do we have more listeners than these two? We do, actually, and um, that is one thing we wanted to go over um, over the past week or so, um, especially thanks to my darling wife, Brandy, here. She had posted something nice about our uh, podcast on Facebook, and um, a bunch of people kind of jumped on it, and I hadn't said anything about it at this point. I was waiting for some of these um, podcast services to be updated. Um, but yeah, some people just kind of slowly found out about the show, and I uh, wanted to give a shout-out to a few people. Um, we've got some people that follow us on Twitter. Um, uh, Kent Blue, uh, who I did a couple of art commissions for, um, he, he's the one who mentioned it on Facebook Nice. Uh, after after Brandy, and um, 
yeah, you got a bunch of other people to notice it as well. Um, so I want to give a shout out to Kent. Thank you for listening, Kent. Also, Andy Preller, who actually lives in Germany. So we've got a Excellent. German listener. Yeah. Uh, Finally. God, that's the one. <laughs> Those are the two places. And I was waiting we can for stop you. podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> right. We've, we've made it, guys. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to Erie International, who uh, gave us a shout out on their Twitter. Um, they're a great horror themed uh, podcast. Uh, so go check them out. Uh, and then uh, Das Alice, which is a like a German uh, podcast. I, I can't even <laughs> read the Twitter information on it, uh, but it's a podcast that's run by Andy Preller. So. Is there not a translate button on Twitter? I don't know. There's not a translate button on Twitter. <laughs> well, is that what it's called? Guys, guys, the Germans love you. <laughs> I know. I feel like we could say like we're big in Germany right You're big. now. Yeah, you I are the so. David, David Hasselhoff of podcasts. Oh, man. That's F- finally all I ever <laughs> I wanted to be. be. I just wanted to be the David Hasselhoff of something. Yeah, of you know? anything. Yeah. Well, hold on. Let me yeah, go buy you guys it. some cheeseburgers. cheeseburgers? <laughs> Do you not oh, remember that video? I don't really remember that. Okay. But. This is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> he had a love affair with the cheeseburger. He could be for president. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. He really can. Well, with the way things are going in six months. David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. (laughs) President Hoff. He brings his like Baywatch, like buoy thing, buoy thing with him. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I just wanted to uh, I and Stephen and we'll include you ladies on there as well. Um, uh, I just wanted to say thank you for listening and yeah, please tell your friends. Follow us on Twitter again. That's at LTAS Pod. And um, if you have any questions. Let us know on there. And um, I know a lot of people will say, you know, come yell at us on Twitter or whatever. No, don't do that. <laughs> Treat us like humans on Twitter. It's the internet, yeah. but we can be civil about it. If you disagree with something we say, let us know, but be nice about it. Yeah. Don't, don't be dicks on the internet. <laughs> I, uh, I second this because uh, why not? Because you should be nice. That so. should just be like a life motto. Yeah. As I was telling uh, my friends about this podcast, I would say... Yeah, if you like it, that's cool. Let me know. If you don't, keep it to yourself. (laughs) I don't want to know, you know? Just let me do my thing. I'll figure out how terrible I am later down the road. It's fine. Don't worry. I have a very good idea about how terrible I am. (laughs) And uh, next time that we are together, I will play you a country song because Uh, I know it's your favorite. Okay. Well, this is Brett Hibbert signing off. (laughs) Yeah. um, We'll see you guys later. Oh, yeah, wow. she doesn't like country music either, so. Yeah, you really, you should take that back. I'm not going to take okay. it back. We'll agree to disagree. <laughs> Britt and I have done that before in country music, so. I will lock you in a car <laughs> and make you listen to it. I, I've done it before. I, I will trash that. talk you again. I know, text behind message. my back. I, literally behind your back. <laughs> yeah, in the back seat of, of the car. And then, and then you will get outed. Yeah. <gasps> but that's all right. We yeah. all moved past it, and it's okay. Have we? Okay. Hey, <laughs> no, <we're not. laughs> Moving on. What are you drinking yeah. today? Well, I'm glad you asked, Stephen, because I went to the liquor store um, before we recorded this and uh, put this in the freezer in the hopes that it would be chilled. But I got this giant, giant what? bottle. Of a rogue. Um, this, is, this is next to my head. Next to Brandy's said. <laughs> this is, I'm not holding it closer to the camera. But um, it is called Rogue, and I like a lot of their, their beers. I mm-hmm. like Rogue Dead Guy Ale. I saw they have this. It's called Hazel Lutley 
Chuck Tabulous. And oh, it, yeah. The, um, the little phrase underneath it says, candy bar in a bottle. So I figured <laughs> I, would, uh, I would try this. It's a uh, hazelnut brown nectar ale brewed with natural flavor and chocolate stout brewed with chocolate. So, and I don't know why you want to, you know, ruin the taste of a good candy bar and a beer. I don't well, know. If you, if you drink enough of it, it won't be ruined. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't so, matter after a while. First sip, everybody. What do you think? Oh, it's it? pretty good. It, it oh. kind of tastes like dead guy ale. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's delightful. The, that's oh, no, the noise that Brenton made the first time he had an Appletini. <laughs> <laughs> Pinky out. Yeah, I know. Different yeah. pinky out. Pinky out. Uh, but no, it tastes like a dead guy ale, but has a little bit of a chocolatey aftertaste okay. on it. But, so you like the other is, one. That's and good. it is cold. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so. yeah, I was kind of worried that it would be uh, too warm with that short amount of time, but that's good. No, I, I threw it in the freezer immediately. Awesome. So, so we're good. All right, Stephen, what are you drinking? Uh, I uh, decided to go Colorado today, so I'm doing a new Belgium fat tire, which is pretty much my go-to beer. Um, it is an amber ale, and uh, it's from Fort Collins, Colorado. But um, I started getting a lot of different Colorado beers recently, and I like this one a lot. Just really simple, easy to drink, but uh, still tastes really good. So awesome. yeah, doing that pretty simple. And I, I do have my 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 typical uh, bullet rye whiskey. I've been I realized today I looked at the label and I've been calling it bourbon, and that is not correct because we on our last vacation went to a bourbon distillery and learned all about that, and apparently. This is not what I thought it was. It is yeah, not we got shamed. We, yeah, everyone on the tour got shamed pretty I hard. I feel like for it, so. yeah, I really did, and uh, they didn't know it quite well. But uh, but yeah, so I looked at it. It is a whiskey, but anyway, always always my standby as well. So nice. Amanda? Oh, real real yeah. wait, real quick on the on the rogue. Um, I did a visual thing, but I didn't mention the the size of it. So <laughs> um, the the uh, bottle I have is shaped like a regular beer bottle, but it is uh, one pint. Yeah, and six fluid ounces, I guess. So it's, it's a huge. It's a, it's a large, large bottle. <laughs> Is it so. a forty? I hear about forties sometimes, <laughs> and I'm not sure what that really means. I feel like you're supposed to duct tape it to your hand. I've seen this in workaholics. <laughs> yes, um, do that. And actually, it's pronounced Fody. Oh so my bad, I didn't realize. <laughs> That's okay. That's me. We'll get there one day. I'll take that back. <laughs> But yes, that's good, because now we know uh, that, that beer was quite large. Amanda, back to you. Um, well, on August 1st, I made an arbitrary goal with myself that I would not drink for a month. So I am currently drinking apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But in a is that a wine cup glass? It is a wine glass. And it might not quite be apple juice, because I think she's lying. Uh, I have no resolve whatsoever. <laughs> she, so, made it, she made it 10 days, though, which is I, pretty you good. You know what? I made it to when we were supposed to record our first podcast, which was okay. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. And that didn't happen. Due to some technical difficulties. Yes. But we are back. Um, and I figured, you know, I had already bit the bullet, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm drinking some Riesling. So, yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking? What is it called? Same. Tell us about it. Chateau Saint Michel Riesling, the Harvest Select version. Specifically, it is um, my favorite. It is like seven dollars at HEB, <laughs> so it is a high-end wine, um, but it is quite tasty. Mm-hmm. It's my family's favorite. We buy it literally in cases. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes. So awesome. 
All right. And Brandy, what are you drinking? We saved the best for last year. I didn't prepare. I didn't get any <laughs> drink. I have wine I was there. wondering. Um, I can go grab a glass, but I was really parched because I did a long run this morning, so I've been drinking a lot of water today. Hey, but it's in a fine container, so just go ahead and crinkle it a little bit for the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only the finest plastic. <laughs> I, can, I can go grab a glass of wine and enjoy you. We, you guys. Hey, We've got hey, these little wine things that we brought home from the yes, trip. Yes, love. Is that uh, that brand Nestle Tollhouse? <laughs> um, it's Pure Life. Nestle. Mm. Nestle. Nestle. But from Pure Nestle. Life. Yes. Okay. Because I'm cheap, it would be Walmart brand, but I went to the spa today and I got oh. name brands from them. Oh, wow. So, Fancy. But you went to the spa. I had a massage. Living life large. Yes. <laughs> I can afford a massage, but not name brand water. <laughs> she got that for free. Got the- I got it for free. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, guys, you really go all out here. You got it for free as in you went behind this place in an alley and some guy was there and he offered you a massage and you said, it's okay. probably legit. It's probably legit. Yeah, let's do this. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. There might be a bug or two floating in it from the guy. I don't know. I mean, if he gave you water, though, I think that's... Or maybe you had to buy it, but either it's, way, if you had it to offer, I feel like that's pretty it's good. It's protein. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, Gross. I'll step out and grab myself a glass Well, we've got, we've got the, uh, the two little wine things we got on the trip. I want my Blackberry. Okay, well... Oh, wow. Well, you can get that. We'll keep you continuing to talk, and <laughs> we'll talk about that when you get back. Hey, Brent, okay. way, way to, you know, give a sister a heads up. I did. <laughs> I asked her if she wanted something to drink, and she said no. You should have said, hey, Maybe. this is a thing. You should have a cocktail. So in this interim, I will uh, give a shout-out to my brother, Danny, who is listening to the show as well. And uh, he mentioned that he really liked that we talk about what we're drinking about. Um, he might be embarrassed by this, but I think he shouldn't. But he likened it to um, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. How Mr. Rogers had to put on his sweater and all the stuff before the show started, and how he felt like this was kind of like us being like, hey, welcome to our homes. We are drinking these lovely beers today. Let's talk about some stuff. So So, uh, can I I interrupt for a second? Absolutely. You can go ahead and tell us what you're drinking. In my defense, you asked me on Thursday if I wanted wine. Just now, before we started, you asked me if I wanted my sun kissed, and I said, no, that's for dinner. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, tonight, very when, I, when I was going to the liquor store, I asked if you wanted me to pick up anything Because I already have show. mine here. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners are getting a very... Clear taste. Look at, yeah, a clear look at our relationship, because we just do nothing but constantly bicker. You didn't... Why did you hand this to me with a cork in it? I can't. I don't know how to get it out. It's what? already opened. <laughs> well, I can't do anything with this. <laughs> Is it like I thought it was like a screw top when I saw it just now, but no, it's got a it's got a little. Oh. Hey, just grab oh. the cork and wiggle it back and forth. That's what I'm I'm working on, doing it right here in front of the computer. So this is probably going to end well. I think no, it's, it's going to be okay. Make a mess. Yeah, it's like. Blackberry, I think, is what you mentioned. Yes. So I, he's getting the cork off. I'm gonna drink. Um, that sounded dirty for some reason. <laughs> Ooh, um, yeah. Summerside. Ooh, get the cork off. 66 uh, Blackberry. It's a sweet wine. So when we were on vacation recently in Fredericksburg, mm-hmm. we we did go to a winery, and we had five different wines we could try. 
And Brandy tried the sweetest wines she could. And did you like them all? No, you didn't like them all. Did oh, you? that one was really sweet. Too I sweet. I did not like it. Yeah, it was like a peach moscato, and she was mm. not. It happy took about me it. like three or four glasses in to finally find one, and then I felt I was really I felt defeated. <laughs> I was like, I should enjoy drinking, but all of yeah. it, I didn't. I don't like it. And I liked every glass. We won't mention that place because I, I I do think it's uh, a good place. Our friends recommended it, um, but. Uh, some of those I, I, I was like cooling on a little bit. Some of them were, were good though. Uh, I think it was the location. They have another branch yeah. elsewhere, mm-hmm. and I think that that branch is better. Yeah, we should. I guess we we'll have to plan another trip and go to the other one. We have to test them out against each other. Damn, guys, I don't know. Man, that sucks. Uh, well, when we were heading out, they had twenty-eight miles of tasting um, places. <laughs> Did you notice oh, yeah. that? Like that long strip of road? Like a bunch of different places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, that, uh, I wanted to go to, to some of the I other would, ones. I would so. die. I meant to go to more. I thought we would do more of those. <laughs> I'd be like, guys, it's all good. <laughs> you only need a couple, too. And then, uh, oh, man, Brent is attempting his teeth right now. Mm-hmm. All right. I got to. I gotta recuse myself from this uh, right. situation here, so give me just a minute. <laughs> By Senator Sessions. <laughs> so now that he's gone, what oh, do you guys want to talk about? Hey! Oh my gosh. <laughs> Brandy has taken over the podcast. It's off. Oh. The cork is out. The cork is out, and I'm hungry. Oh, wow. So, so this, this is gonna, gonna go really well. We will see. All right, so let's talk about our first. Uh, we had talked about doing a show of just kind of talking about some of our, uh, I don't know, first different things in pop culture, first movies, first TV shows, uh, whatever. So uh, we have five different ones that we all decided on that would be good. Um, Brent and I were talking about doing this show, and uh, Amanda, you know, instantly whenever I was like, yeah, we were talking about like the first movie, I remember seeing it at the theater, and she was like, yeah. Um, that'd be like a really fun show because we had talked about having the girls on and so Amanda jumped on and then Amanda kind of forced Brandy to be a part of it and uh, so, I don't yeah. know if you guys are seeing a theme in our friendship <laughs> <laughs> but I um, I forcefully suggest things to Brandy Ooh, that's and, a good way to put it yeah and forcefully then, su- suggest and I don't know what it is but she goes along with it because if you were to ever meet Brandy in real life Brandy is tiny, but she is fiery and yep. um, goes goes her own way. So. <laughs> She's she the Wolverine us. of real people, is how I <laughs> yes. like to describe her. I'll yes. take that compliment. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You should. <laughs> These are my baby claws. <laughs> oh, amazing. For those at home. They're like two inches long. <laughs> <laughs> but they look amazing. They I look scary and deadly. I was at the chiropractor this week, and I was about to lay on the table for him to adjust me. He's like, can you get up for a minute? So I got, got off the table, and he was like, look how cute your hands are. And I was like, showing everybody. <laughs> he was like, they're so small. Can I put them up to mine? I'm like, people just a quarter for every time somebody asks exactly, me Exactly. People don't know what to do with you. They're like, you're so <laughs> tiny, and you're, you're still around, and I can see you, and you're here. I need to show you to everybody. It's so, just your thing. J- just so people know... Brandy is not a an actual little person. Oh, not that's that there's true. anything wrong with it. She, but she, she she's is not. close. 
She's close. I am 410 and proud of it. Yep. I use butter knives to get things off the top shelves in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I would climb on the countertops, but they're granite and they were too expensive. So oh, that's wow, not yeah. going to happen. So she Adult has me. Life. She uses me as her reacher. She just points me at things and grunts, and then I will grab yes. it for her. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. That's kind of like what husbands life. do. I'm living life yeah. on the edge with the butter knife, and then I'll eventually come over and be like, honey, you're going to break that mug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you keep trying to scooch it forward with the butter knife. So it's not like for the next thing. Brandy yeah. makes short people feel tall. Oh, wow. <laughs> because <laughs> I myself am not a very tall yeah, person. Yeah, you were also short, but, and that's, you know, like we said, that's why you guys got together, but, uh. Yeah, you were you, you feel I've tall. Got, you got, feel tall next to her. I've got a good probably five inches on Brandy. Hey, I would take it if I was taller than me. Trust me, like I, <laughs> yeah. or, you know what no. I meant. I if I met somebody that was shorter than me and it was only a couple inches, I would definitely be proud of that. I take another five inches too. I'm sorry. Yeah. What are we talking about? I tuned I don't out there remember. for a second. Anyway, <laughs> first things we liked. So. Okay. Uh, we all decided on a list, uh, like we made a list and then you guys had checked it and we kind of narrowed it down to five different things we could talk about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so the first one we had on there was the first movie you remember seeing at the theater. Who wants to go first? I'll go. I'll go. Excellent. So the, the first movie I remember seeing was the 1988 Land, uh, not Land, uh, the masterpiece <laughs> Land Before Time. Uh Oh, wow. Which, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, going to the theater with my parents to see it. That was the first movie I ever saw. I remember huh. it vividly. Um, I was six at the time, and um, I just loved every minute of it. And that's probably the reason I still love dinosaurs to this day is just because Good I have call. such a strong um, connection to that movie and anthropomorphized characters in general. So... It, like, set you up on all levels. It did, yeah. Yeah, for, like, yeah, a multitude of reasons. So before Amanda gets into hers, I would just say that that's an awesome movie. I remember seeing it at the theater. I remember that that movie on VHS a lot. I remember watching that a ton. And the movie is awesome. Uh, But Amanda... Thinks that movie is terrible. Okay, listen, she doesn't think it's terrible. She thinks it's sad. So she never finished it. Therefore, it is terrible, yeah. It was the first movie I ever watched that dealt with your parents dying. And it okay. set off sort of an existential <laughs> crisis in me. See, I tweeted about this. Ex- existential dread. This is it. Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> this is it. And I did not even plan that. Because we did not share our lists um, amongst the four of us. Uh-huh. I, right. I don't even think that Stephen and I really talked no. about what we were going to share. Um, so when but you Land s- Before Time. But when you said Land Before Time, I was like, nope. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've talked about that before because I like that movie a lot. But yeah, she never she never finished past his spoiler alert for Land Before Time. Wow, this is gonna be an interesting one. <laughs> spoiler alert! But uh, uh, when his mom died, and uh, Amanda was like, "Yeah, I can't finish this out," and I was like, "But it gets better." And she was like, "I don't know that. You don't know that." So good you call know, though. I, That's I, a good one. I know how you feel, Amanda, because I can't finish Chappie. Chappie. Oh, I love Chappie. I can't yeah, me finish too. Chappie. I don't even know I'm what Chappie. that is. It's Neil Blomkamp's. It's like a it's a robot, but he's when he's enacted, he's he's like a child. He's the mind of a child, so he's learning. But okay. he's like a child. But he looks like a human robot size, like an adult. And but people are so mean to him, and they, and are they mean. try to hurt and kill him. And every time he was almost 
he was dying or getting injured or being picked on, I couldn't stop crying. So instead I of finishing it, that. I just turned it off. She, she turned it off. <laughs> I finished watching it that night. And then the next day we were talking about it. And I told her how it ends. As Spoiler alert for yeah. Chappie now. Um, <laughs> everything's fine. He, he yeah. makes it out okay. Um, and even still, Brandy still won't watch it. Nope. So. He even bought it to try to get me to watch it, and I mm-hmm. still won't watch it. That's on iTunes right now waiting for us. I'm try- <laughs> if I knew how to delete things from iTunes, I would have deleted it. Oh, man. You can't. It's Life, the is- <laughs> Life is so short to watch movies that make you sad. I guess so, but right. I watch a lot of stuff that makes me sad, and, and both of so, those movies ended up really well, ladies. I, I had this conversation them, with ladies, a couple ladies at work because they were trying to get me to watch A Dog's Purpose. Nope. And I looked at them and I said, I can't can't get through a robot almost dying. <laughs> How am I supposed to get through a dog dying over and over Oh, yeah. Ooh, you should not watch Marley and Me then. Oh, I did right after my dog passed away from cancer, like the next day, because I didn't See, realize how maybe, it ended. That was a good oh, life choice. I don't know, but maybe you needed oh, that. Yeah. Maybe you needed in that. In public, I, in the movie theater. It was amazing. Oh, wow. That, oh, man. Oh, Amanda read that book in a, at an airport. Uh, finished that book. I finished it on an airplane, Yeah. and I was... Sobbing so hard that the flight attendant stopped to make sure that I was okay. (laughs) (laughs) So we get it. We get it. So yeah. Um, One one thing I wanted to point out about Man Before Time. um, I actually do a lot of thinking about that movie. Uh, I haven't seen it in several years, but it still pops up in my head every now and then. uh, Just because it left such an impression on me at a young age. And it wasn't until like... Two years ago, that and I'm 34 now, um, it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I realized that the Triceratops name is Sarah because of Triceratops. It did not connect with me. Yeah, until, I don't think I ever got then. that until you just explained yeah. it right now. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Because I don't think I thought about that. Everybody else's name was kind of like based on their appearance, sure. more or less. And I was like, well, I like don't get it. a little foot and... Yeah, and, yeah. and Sarah is an actual name, you know? It's spelled yeah. differently in the uh, in the credits. C-E-R-A, I believe. Yeah, like Triceratops, yeah. Yeah, so... Wow. Mind blown. <laughs> 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 All right, so that one was mine. Who wants to go next? Uh, I will go next, uh, if that's cool, but... Because uh, sure. mine is the next year. Mine was 1989, and it was Batman... I was going to say Batman as a joke, but that's awesome. Uh, Batman is the first... I was thinking about it like, you know, it's hard because it's not maybe the first movie I saw at the theater. It's the first one I, I remember, and it was at the Broken Arrow Cinemark, and we lived in the neighborhood right by there, and I went with a friend and his mom, and I remember it because... I don't remember the movie like at all at that time, at that like one juncture, but um, it was storming really bad, and my mom came to get me at the theater... And apparently was like call, they were like calling my name over an intercom at, in the theaters, oh, wow. and mm-hmm. then they went by like row from row to try to like find me, and it's weird. I don't know like why it was like that, that big of a deal. Like it ended up being a pretty bad storm, I guess. She found me. We left, and my friends, my friend and his mom, um, ended up leaving early because the theater shut down because it was storming so bad. So apparently, my mom was right that it was bad. But it's like this weird, like, it's like, I realized it's my first memory. It was it mm. definitely when it first came out in 1989. I was like four years old, maybe five when it actually came out. And uh, yeah, there's like big storm. And then so I never actually finished it at that 
at that theater. And I I just remember, like, Batman really from my childhood just being at home, you know, like, watching it wherever. So but, it was more the experience yeah. of being at the theater than it was that particular movie. I guess movie. so. Yeah, like, that just kind of stuck its head, you know, stuck it in, in, my, in my head or whatever. But, um, so that was my first. Well, you know how, how everyone has their Batman. Is yeah. Michael Keaton your Batman? Um, he was for a long time. Um, and I still think he's a good... Batman overall, I did try to watch those again. That might be fun to kind of revisit in another podcast all around, yeah. but uh, I did try to revisit those once the Nolan Batman movies came out, and mm-hmm. it, it was really hard for me to get through them almost because it was so campy, yeah. and I like that. I like Tim Burton overall, and I like Michael Keaton and uh, and all that, but um, it was a little weird after seeing like the grounded reality of, of the Nolan Batman, and I think Bale is probably a better Batman to me overall. Um, okay. But yeah, he was he was definitely my first... He was not my... Adam West was not my first. Michael Keaton was my first. So what I'm piecing together is George Clooney was the best Batman. Basically, I'm attracted to nipples. And um, George Clooney had the best, you know, Batman (laughs) outfit. So that's really... Yeah, that's that's the gist of what I'm saying. Yes, you are correct. Okay. I keep tuning in and out of this podcast. I'm not really paying attention. But I'm picking up things here You're recording two at the same time, and it's hard to go back It's hard to keep track. (laughs) I'm glad that you're one of the co-hosts, and you are paying so much attention. Uh, You know, I let Steven do all of that work. Only one person has to be in a most of the time. We're still adjusting and learning. So, So Brandy, did you want to go with yours? Yeah. Um... So I have an issue with my memory. I can't remember anything. <laughs> She's like Dory. Um, so if I watch a movie a week ago or a week from or a week ago, I can't remember what I watched. Um, oh wow! Yeah. I'm always talking to Brent. Oh, we should see that. And he's like, we did <laughs> last month. And we actually own the movie now. So oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I kind of so, envy that in a way, by the way. So because I, I wish that I could relive a lot of movies, and I guess you get to do that every single time. I get to do it every time. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> so oh the gosh. first movie I remember seeing um, is 1999 Blair Witch. Oh, that's a yeah, good one, though. Eastland Mall. Um, oh, yeah. I have reason, still not seen that movie. The reason oh. why I remember, because it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm never going to go see that again. Was this before they announced that it was not real? Was it, like, did you still think that it was Okay, sound? spoiler yeah. alert for... For Blair Witch now, wow, guys, we're just all over the board here. 1999. <laughs> <laughs> How about just a blanket spoiler alert for everything we talk about? Yeah. From we should, this we really should, because it, yeah, it's gonna come. But up wasn't a lot. that the thing? Was like it came out, the marketing was thought that it was real. People yeah, thought it was real. They yeah, thought it was just sure. kind of found footage. It was like opening weekend or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like it just came out, and I was uh, with my high school best friends, um, Josh and Chris. We that was our hangout at Eastland Mall. We were there after school every day in the summertime. Um, we were mostly in the arcade, and that we were. I remember that just came out, so we're like, "Hey, we'll do that instead of the arcade." And I learned my lesson: go back to the arcade. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> But that's my first. I'm sure there's something prior to that. But again, yeah. I don't remember what movie I saw last month. So we should go see Wonder Woman. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great transition. <laughs> now, to my knowledge, that was one of the first um, found footage movies, or at least the yeah the, the one like, that was one yeah. of the, one of the first that had like a major cultural impact yeah. anyway. Um, so. I, by the time I saw it, because I saw it in theaters as well, I went to go see it with my mom. I think it was like maybe the, the following weekend or whatever, and um, it had already come out that it was 
you know, fake and there was this kind of a yeah. loose script and everything. But um, it, still watching it, it was still kind of cool to because I had never seen anything like that before. Yeah. So um, that whole experience, I think, was pretty cool. Yeah. Funny thing, back at, like, the beginning of found footage, like, we got to a point in the last, I don't know, even, like, five to seven years or whatever, being like, wow, okay, we're done with found footage. But mm-hmm. it's, like, it still goes. But uh, every once in a while you hit a gym, but it's kind of think, it's kind of weird to think back of, like, the first of those and how new that was, really. So, yeah, that's a good one. Have you ever, have you watched it since? I don't think so. And uh. they- just released a new one, like, what, a year or two ago, right? Well, I think yeah. they rebooted it. For they Blair did, like, Witch. It's just called Blair Witch, yeah. It was, like, a secret reboot. It was kind of cool, though. This guy was, re- you know, like, filming a movie, and, like, when they announced the trailer, they were like, oh, by the way, this is a Blair Witch movie. And it was oh. like, what? It was pretty cool. Um, but I still haven't seen it. But Correct me if I'm the wrong. The idea of it was cool. Wasn't it wasn't Blair Witch whenever it was filmed it was like really low budget super they, low budget they didn't mm-hmm. anticipate it having the yeah. success that it did and that was one of the the things that was so amazing about it yeah was that people really kind of latched on to it they, yeah they filmed it really okay. cheap and all that so mm-hmm. it was like a legit story which is also cool like a lot of found footage now is made by studios kind of mimicking that look or whatever but it was legit like you know, small budget film mm-hmm. that kind of just made it really No, I would big. like to go back and watch that version and the one they just released a few years ago just to kind of yeah. compare. Because um, I don't think I've seen it in a very long time. What did you think about the ending when you originally saw the, the movie 99? I think I blacked out at one point because <laughs> I was young and I'm not a horror movie person. Yeah. I will watch them, but I'm better at home because my blanket could be over my head most of the time. <laughs> um, so... Do you remember I don't, what's at the end? I'm Because you don't actually see the witch herself. Yeah. Like, Don't they go into it like an abandoned house in the they woods like or something? They find her house or whatever, yeah. But don't yeah, you just see they, their reaction? Well, yeah, they, one, of, one of them standing in the corner. In the corner, yeah. Yeah. That's like and the then, main thing, whatever, and it's supposed to be really scary and stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like the like the very last scene of the movie is the the camera gets knocked out of whoever's hand, and yeah, it's just kind of left like that. Yeah, it's so. like they find him, and he goes missing, and they find him in the corner, and then like their camera gets like knocked out of their hand or whatever, and that's then it's right. like... See, I need your memory, because <laughs> I just remember the girls dripping snot on the <laughs> Everybody remembers that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it, it was parodied in so that many different things. parodied so much, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, um, I only watched that recently, last few years or so, um, for the first time, actually. It, uh, mm-hmm. it had kind of lost its luster, I think, after all those years, knowing that it was fake, and knowing that it was like the first found footage, but... After all these years of other, you know, people mimicking it, so, mm-hmm. but uh, it was still really good. Um, still kind of. How did you cultural. How did you feel about the the ending when you saw it? It was. I felt like the ending was really lackluster. I was kind of like, yeah. oh, uh, okay, oh, and oh, okay, cool, we're done. Yeah. Like it was like really like I I really I I didn't get it as much as most people did talking about it. So being so scary and stuff, and I think that they they did a really good job at that point of. Uh, doing that kind of underscored marketing and stuff and, like, not really knowing, like, especially in, like, 99, we didn't know, you know, we had the internet, but not really like we do now. We didn't really know it was fake or not, and, like, there was so many rumors going back and forth, so. Um, right. Whenever I saw it, like, a few years ago, it's like, all of that's kind of lost, and without that stuff, I think backing it up, um, it wasn't as much, it wasn't as uh, impactful, but, mm-hmm. um, but I still liked it, you know. Yeah, for Kind of the nostalgia, yeah. Sort of thing. Being what it is, and like kind of starting that that thing. Even though I don't like a lot of found footage overall, like 
it was still, you know, it's a it's a landmark film, I think. So Yeah. 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 So I'm cool with that. So Amanda. Um, my first movie was on vacation in North Carolina, nineteen ninety two, and it was League of Their Own. Oh, nice. Oh, I love that movie. I love that movie. We actually rewatched it last weekend. Yes. Um, before this even came up, which was kind of yeah. interesting. Randomly, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember it was, I think it was a day that it was really kind of overcast and rainy. We were at the beach in the Outer Banks, and um, we couldn't go to the beach. And so, for some reason, my parents decided to take us to the movies. And I don't know, I would assume I probably saw an animated movie or something in the theater before that, but I don't really remember it. But this is the first one that I really kind of struck a chord in me, and I was, I I guess I was seven, or almost seven, because I think it came out in the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was my first experience with Tom Hanks, and... um, Mm. First experience with Tom Hanks. Well, what's funny is I, I think I remember for a while thinking that Tom Hanks was a jerk. Oh, that's funny, and, yeah. And, oh, wow. you know, his career is so much built on him being sort like of charismatic nice and everybody loves him and he can make you laugh about anything. And, and he did make me laugh in that movie, but... You know, he's kind of a broken person, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of funny, like, your first mm-hmm. view of Tom Hanks is that. And I think that that was also my first, obviously, my first view of Gina Davis. And I remember yeah. her just thinking she was beautiful and tall and, you She's know. She's great in that movie. She is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, she, and mm-hmm. she was also, like, for the time period that it was in, especially, she was, like, a no-bullshit kind of girl, right? She didn't mm-hmm. submit to him and... Um, she tried to be the, the coach and she would call him out on yeah. his bullshit. And, and I think I really appreciated that even as a kid. Seven year old Amanda's like, fuck yeah, Gina Davis. Gina Davis. <laughs> Gina Davis is wearing a dress, but she's still telling Tom Hanks how it is. So. That movie was actually the first time I remember seeing Madonna. And oh, I, yeah. I, I was too young to really like listen to like, not to be able to listen to pop music, I just didn't have that connection with it at that yeah. time. To be able to connect that the person who was playing baseball in that movie was also the person who was singing all of these popular songs. Yeah. So after the fact, I was like, oh, so the lady who plays <laughs> baseball in this movie also has a recording career? Oh, that's that's good weird. For her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad she was able to. Have that take off after she filmed this movie. And she's one of the best the parts of the movie too, because she's like she's, a good, yeah. she's very sassy mm-hmm. and she's very kind of um, racy in ways. She mm-hmm. teaches an illiterate person how to read by showing her kind of soft. I like her in that novels. role. I thought she did a great job. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I love that movie. It's a good oh, choice. Yeah. And it was one of the only roles that I liked Rosie O'Donnell in. I know. True. She, True. I, I like her in some different movie roles. I'm not really sure what I think about her as a person. Not, I'm honestly not sure. But uh, but that one a lot. I like her yeah. role in that, too. She she fits that role really well. And mm-hmm. I don't remember what the ladies, the actress's name is that plays Marla Hooch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but She's I great. love her. And one of my favorite scenes of any movie is when she gets schwasty-faced <laughs> when they sneak out to the bar. And she is singing to Nelson, 
and that's how they, you know, I'm he be- singing in Nelson. He becomes her future husband. You sure are. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. That movie is great. It is. That's awesome. That's a, a good movie to have as your first, yeah. first yeah. film. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, we'll keep moving on, but uh, I feel like we'll just kind of go in the same order if that's cool. But uh, sure. so the next one we have is the first TV show that you thought, this is my show. Okay, so, so I, I will kick this one off. Uh, the first show I made a point to watch on a regular basis was He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Nice. That was like my first like cartoon show. And I don't remember how I came upon it. It's probably just being young and knowing back in the day, cartoons weren't on all the time. You had to like either tune into them early in the morning on a weekday or in the afternoon or then, you know, maybe Saturdays. But somehow I found He-Man, which aired from 1983 to 1985. And at that point, it was probably in reruns Yeah, at that point in syndication. But um, that was like the first show I made a point to get up early before going to school to watch. And um, He-Man also had a talking cat named Cringer, who turned into Battle Cat. That's really all I need from anything. If you give me an, a, a talking animal in something, I'm happy. I really don't care what it is. Wonder Woman might have been a fantastic movie if she had a talking Man. cheetah or something like that, you know? Does she have that in any incarnation of that? Because Well, she has uh, a supervillain named Cheetah, which, again, could have saved the whole thing, but yeah. they didn't put her in this movie. Man. Because I feel bad about it. It's like you mentioned with the Inhumans, and he has that giant dog that, like, is a... Log jaw, yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned that, too. So, yeah, this is obviously something you were well, very... Well, uh... Stephen, I hate to correct you on air, but <laughs> oh. Lockjaw does not actually speak. He can teleport, oh, my bad. but he doesn't actually speak. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't know what he did, but, yeah, mm-hmm. my bad. Nerd bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, he was... You should just record Brandy saying that and just <laughs> drop it into episodes. We just did. We just did. Um... Uh, but yeah, He-Man was was everything to me um, for a, a couple of years until I discovered Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where ah. uh, it really just kind of took off to the stratosphere from there. I would have loved to Im- include them as the first show uh, for me, but uh, it was actually He-Man, so yeah. i got to be honest. Uh, sure. I'm assuming I will have to testify to Congress for this yeah. podcast at a certain point. Well, I want yes. the record to show He-Man was the very first show. This is admissible in court this podcast yes. so yep. we mm-hmm. should really yeah stick with that I, I thought about that too amanda and i uh both whenever we were making our lists especially her she kept coming up with like multiple ones for a lot of these and she was like i don't really remember which one's first and i was like well try because like that's the <laughs> thing like you might want you know obviously he man that's a cool one but uh you might want ninja turtles to be your first but if it wasn't that's cool he's mm-hmm. for foreshadowing right now so foreshadowing oh for you your uh-huh. yeah for my answer. <laughs> Maybe even five shadowing. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was mine. So uh, cool. Stephen, we'll, we'll throw it back over to you. And what was yeah. your first show? So the first show that I remember, and also this is uh, something that I remember a lot, I think also in syndication that I remember watching it, and it was before school, was Saved by the Bell. Oh, nice. Ooh, great. I have been a Saved by the Bell fan for so long, and it's funny because there's only like a few seasons of that show. Like they had the different incarnations as well, where they were like in college and they had like the new class. I didn't really watch, but uh, the the regular show, including uh, Good Good Morning Miss Bliss and all those episodes and stuff that they like kind of kept all in syndication. But I remember that show so well. Uh, I wanted to be Zach Morris. I wanted to date Kelly. Um, <laughs> And everything about that show I just thought was amazing. Like, 
it shaped a lot of uh, my early, definitely like my early media stuff. But um, it's like everything that I thought was cool at that point in time came from that show, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not so ashamed you, to say that. Did you try growing your hair out and bleaching it? Um, I'd never bleached it. I, I never tried to grow my hair like Zach, but I did have for a while. I did. It was more of a Jason Priestley look from nine hundred two one zero, where I wanted to do. It was like kind of like I called the, the uh, like a doo-wop look, but it was like the up and slicked over, which is super fucking popular now. Basically, yeah. with like the shaved sides, like kind of like the uh, like the hipster look, or whatever. Kind of like Brent and Sporting right now, but a little more, a little more oomph to it. More on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the time, that was yeah, that was definitely have my you, thing. Have you guys seen pictures of Stephen in high school with his? No, no. But can this happen? It can should. We see pictures. I will. I'm actually going to change. Them. I'm going to change the album artwork for this show to <laughs> be that from now on. Stephen I had drive to Houston just to see that. Oh wow! So. Well, we've got the internet. That's not. We'll that's find some. Nope. Come on down. <laughs> no, we we have it's them. better in person. Um, sure. <laughs> Stephen had incredibly thick, dark, curly hair, very curly hair, and really? um, I think I've me- seen a prom picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, maybe. Yes, he had very dark facial hair and very curly hair, and so. Um, he does not now. <laughs> but Rude. No, no, I don't. Truth. It's truth. But to me, you look more like A.C. Slater because no, of No, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. funny. Is like, Yeah, my hair was really curly, uh, especially in high school. So, yeah, that was more of a A.C. Slater look. But I was never. Without, without the. Never um, a Slater. F- I mean, I liked him. Yeah, yeah, not the mullet look. But yeah. But, yeah, so I like that show a lot. Um Humble brag, I've met Mr. Belding. No big deal. Really? He came to our college years ago, and I got on stage to do a trivia thing. And afterwards, we took pictures with them. So it was pretty cool. Um, I had completely I, forgotten about I honestly... This. Are you kidding me? I have that picture, like, saved. I know, but I... I Steven, just... you need to post that to our Twitter. <laughs> I should, yeah. See, there you do go. This is, this is why we have a Twitter. So I will... Yep. Um, I so was so stoked for that. Celebrity name drop there. You know, yeah. This should yeah. be a new segment. Who have he you met? He was a little bit <laughs> overweight. Well, you didn't need to go there, but Who, maybe. Steven or Mr. Bal- Balding? Hey. hey. Balding. 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 I, I, was, you? I would say Mr. Balding. And I will, since I'm name dropping, I will name drop Dennis Haskins is his real name. Yes. So uh, mm-hmm. we met. He was cool. Uh, now, I do yeah, have a question show. for you. Sure. If outside of Kelly Kapowski... Who would you pick as um, one of Zach's love interests that you? Lisa. Oh wow! Sorry. Oh wow! They dated Wasn't in real even life. Talking to Brent, but he clearly has an opinion yeah. about this. He has a thing for a certain type of yeah. Black for black girls. Yeah, for black girls. Yes, I can show him a lineup of all the Bachelorettes for season. He's like he that always one. Goes after the black that girl, That's which is so okay. Funny. Well, you're black, are you not? What? <laughs> oh, man. Brandy is like the opposite of black. <laughs> Pretty pale. She, she's white. I'm either she's white or red from the sun. I'm yeah. never in between. I didn't realize. So, like, Tori, the girl who always wore the I almost jacket, said Tori. I had a huge crush on Tori. Stacey Carosi. No, it was definitely Stacey Carosi, though. That summer, those oh, summer episodes. I like Stacey, yeah. Ooh, yeah. And, and where did nice. she end up now? Well, she was in Scientology, and yeah. now she's now she's on A and E talking about not being in Scientology. But uh, yeah, back in the day, man, King huge crush. 
Lyra Minnie? Yeah. Yeah, Lyra Minnie. Yeah, Stacy Carosi. Stacy See, oh, really? I don't, I I don't remember actresses or actors' names. I just mm. say the roles or the TV shows <laughs> they played in. So I just told him King of Queens. King of Queens. And he was like, oh. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. No, no. I, I kind of picked up on, on what they were saying about the Scientology show. I just didn't remember. I don't remember any of the like guest actors that were on there. I just oh, remember yeah. like the like the six main uh, well, characters. Yeah, so they had like a summer fling where all mm-hmm. the episodes were there, and he was he was pretty much always trying to get with her and everything, and then they ended up together. I but, remember uh, when we were dating, he told me he had a huge thing for Stacy Carosi growing oh, up. Oh yeah, and I remember being shocked by that because. Stephen is always like the kind of girl next door, nice girl. Everybody loves her. She's a little type of thing, and she's a little rough around she's, the edges. Yeah, she's a little feisty she's and a little, little feisty. Uh, I thought that was an a little like Jersey. Almost. Yes, yeah. very yeah. Jersey. Mm-hmm. And Which is weird because they're like in California, whatever. <laughs> <You> <laughs> but whatever. But she's like, <laughs> you can move places. I think she was on vacation, right? It was like a no. Her, her, like a her dad owned her dad owned the Malibu Sands. Yeah. I know a lot about Save oh, on the okay. Bell and. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know. Like they were both very like Jersey people, though. They were, and, and so should we drop the nerd alert bomb right now? Apparently, yes. we should drop okay. that a lot. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, so that that was mine though. I think we should well, wait. Uh, wait, Stephen, yeah. is is Saved by the Bell one of the shows where you have all this different knowledge about the show retained, kind of like, over the years? Yeah, I mean, like I've seen that show a lot. A lot of those episodes, mm-hmm. like I would play them. I mean, not, I haven't seen it in a long time, but. It was definitely a, a big part of my life for a while. There's a section of his brain that's yeah. partitioned off for Say by the Bell. There's a little, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I've have like Say by the Bell pins for my hats and stuff. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I'm Say by the Bell fan. You can say. <laughs> I'm Zach Attack in person. Yeah, I've got the same thing with Darkwing Duck. I mean, it's oh, pretty okay. much the same show. It's ex- it's like they have the hair and the cell phone and yeah, all about it. It's all good. Pretty much. Uh, Steven, I'm pretty sure had the song Friends Forever on his iTunes for a while. I did. That's a good song <laughs> from Zack Attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. It's good. I won't sing it. I'll spare everybody. That's another podcast, people. It's another podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right. So, uh, Brandy, what do you have for your TV show? So, I mean, I grew up on Say by the Bell, like TRL. Um, nice. I remember watching Nickelodeon, um, Nickelodeon shows. I went with a show that really wasn't my first, but the first one um, that. I had an emotional connection with, and we've brought yeah. it up multiple times this episode so far, but it was Friends. It was the first show that... Nice. I literally ugly cried at. Like, <laughs> finales, um, when Roch... Uh, Roch. <laughs> Ross and Rachel That's were on That's break. their couple name. <laughs> <laughs> Roch. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I've always had TV shows that I've liked and that I invested in, but I went with what, you know, I was emotional through the whole 10 years of Friends, yeah. and that was it. So. Well, that's the idea. This is your show, so yeah. Yeah. And Brandy is also a big fan of I Love Lucy, and we were talking about it today. I said, wouldn't that be your like your first show? And she had mentioned that it's something that was kind of on, like in reruns. I love it. I just didn't have emotional connection with mm-hmm. I Love Lucy, and I explained that, you know, obviously those were reruns to me, but Friends, I would watch live. For yeah. 10 years, every Thursday You were night. living it with the yeah, friends. Yeah, I was living I it. I remember... You were the seventh friend. television. I yeah. remember yeah. it, and, like, what is going to happen with Ross and Rachel? And mm-hmm. remember whenever um, Ross gets married in England, and then it's revealed that Chandler and Monica have had a fling? 
Yes. And it was like such a shocking moment. And then they end up married with babies mm-hmm. and yeah. all of this. And you never thought that the show would ever go that way. Yeah. Yeah. And and with everything that we watch now that is either, you know, released on Netflix with everything's released all at once and you can binge watch it, you know, there this was a time before DVRs where you couldn't fast forward through the, commercials. When they get a TiVo and, in the show. Right. Yeah. And the fact that you would, you know, you didn't know it was going to happen. You had 22 minutes, right? And yes. And you soaked all of it up. I and remember, people watch TV so differently now. Yeah, I remember going to, like, family events, maybe, like, family dinner on a Thursday night, and I would stop dinner just so I can go watch it live. That's dedication. We're eating dinner. I'm like, yeah, just give me, like you said, 22 minutes. I'll be back. <laughs> right. I'll come back every commercial break, you know, and then... <laughs> So I'll go finish I, watching it. I have to say, I'm going to steal into yeah. Brandy's right now because this is an explanation of, as to why Brandy and I are best friends. And I'm, I'm just going to show this to the, the camera, and I hope you guys can read it. Oh! oh. <laughs> but I, I, um, I have two written down that I couldn't quite decide between because... I remember growing up on Nick at Night mm-hmm. every summer, and they would have marathons of I Love Lucy. And I loved her. She was so funny, and she was sassy, and she was independent, and she was everything I wanted to be. And I just remember, I feel like she kind of formed what I think of comedians and um strong women and so that really had a connection for me but I would say the first show that I was obsessed with and couldn't miss an episode and was like this is my show is Friends (laughs) you know from the very beginning to the very end to the point where we were you know we put it on in the background and oh yeah we've seen that show so many times yeah Mm -hmm. and you know I could answer any question about Friends and Trivia nights. So yeah, it was really funny because Amanda was writing this and she was like, well, I guess Friends. She was like, tell me what she thought. But she was like, but I love Lucy. And I was like, well, I think Brandy might say Friends. And also Brandy really likes I love Lucy. And she was like, this yeah. is why we are we, best yeah, friends. We, right. <laughs> said, we had this conversation today. He was like, why wouldn't that be your answer? I was like, because mm-hmm. I do. I have, you know, the episodes of I love Lucy. I have it saved on, I think it's Hulu, right? Mm-hmm. That has yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but it was that emotional connection that I had with friends because I was living their lives with them live. <laughs> well, and every Thursday, not live, but yeah. every Thursday, you know. We were old enough at that point to be watching and thinking, oh my gosh, this is what my 20s and 30s are going to be like, right? Yeah. And you then know. we were disappointed when we got to our 20s. Right. I was going to say they're exactly like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I drink coffee at a coffee shop all day long. In the yeah. middle of the day. <laughs> I know. And I have a rent controlled apartment that I inherited from my grandmother. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Just, by the way, I've been sitting in a coffee shop. I go there every day waiting for you guys and you never show up. I didn't realize you were doing that. You we're, need to we, tell me what coffee shop We are in different states, though. That yes. is the problem. That's the main issue. I'll, I'll Skype you there. <laughs> <laughs> As a quick aside, uh, Brandy, will you tell them what you were watching immediately before we recorded this podcast? Friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's something that we have on all the time as well. So Well, and um, I have to say that when she came into the room, 
There was, like, visible annoyance on her face that she was in the middle of a friend's I was, episode. I just started a new episode, yeah. and he was like, time to go. And I'm like, <laughs> yep. you don't wake me up from a nap, and then you don't interrupt friends. <laughs> even, the two rules. Even if it is to go just talk for a couple of hours to your best friends. Sure. I, let's be honest, I have friends on my phone right now watching. Like, that's why I keep looking over. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's You're on, tuned in. It's on mute. You're just doing the dialogue in your yeah. head. So what is your favorite season of Friends, Amanda? Oh, okay, so... Because I just thought about this since I'm rewatching the series, and I finally narrowed my favorite season down. Yeah, that was good. That's good. That's a good question. Because it's tough with it that series very, especially. Yeah, I would, I would say that... And I feel this way about most shows that kind of the middle mm-hmm. seasons where they really kind of sink into it and they have a good rapport with each other and the writing is really fresh still. Um, I would say that my favorite season, which is it may be the third season because I think it's towards the end of the second season that Ross and Rachel finally get together with the whole he's her lobster thing and whatever. But I really enjoyed the the part of the show where Ross and Rachel are together and um, Monica is dating uh, her idol. Richard. Richard. And, Mustache. Um, Tom Selleck. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I would say that that's probably, I think that's the third mm-hmm. season. Yeah. So that's So what that's is your favorite? Because I'm going with... Um, Monica and Chandler. I love that relationship a lot. Oh, it's amazing. Um, I love, you know, end of eight, most of, um, all of nine. Like, I'm a, I love Mm. eight, nine season. I'm just finishing, I'm in the middle of season nine. They're newlyweds. Is that like? They moved to Tulsa. I mean, I mean, (laughs) I mean, that's where we're from. We're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I have to love that. I do have to love that season. (laughs) Although I do have to tell you that it really annoys me in the episode where Chandler does move to Tulsa and he says something about that being like an hour and a half away from oh, right. and I'm like, <laughs> the writers didn't even like. Google I, I believe I, or, I believe you, you know. said it was three hours from from Tulsa. It was like yeah, yeah it was like, it was like an a long absurd time. amount of yeah. time. Like Muskogee, yeah. it was forty five minutes at the most it, away from Tulsa. Yeah. It was like that's the whole state, yeah. bro. Yes, we're pretty but small. It's, you know they. <laughs> They're in like California, or and the show itself takes place in New York, so maybe their version of like traffic would make it about three hours. But but yeah, because everybody knows Oklahoma as a whole state is as much traffic as New York City, you know, as Manhattan. That's our main export, actually. So yeah, yeah, (laughs) traffic. I do. I do have to say that I do like the later seasons because I do like the storyline. Obviously, I love Monica and Chandler mm-hmm. together. I think that that was such a genius thing for the writers to do. But I love when Joey really falls for Rachel, and that was such a sweet way to see Joey because he was such a like ladies' man. Otherwise, I love kind of like out of his element. He looked yeah, like nervous and stuff. He didn't really know mm-hmm. what to do when he felt so strongly for somebody. And I really love. Um, Phoebe with Mike because Paul Rudd, oh, man crush of mine. <laughs> um, I'm currently crush? crush of mine. I don't know. <laughs> I'm currently watching the episode but, where they first meet and just his presence on the screen and the way that he approached that role. It's 
I still I fall in love with him every time I watch it, like that character, you know, and yeah. him and Phoebe together yeah. are just so awesome. Um, I was thinking about like my out of all the seasons, the one like episode, I don't remember what season it's from, it's a Thanksgiving episode that I like I Always lose good. it every time I watch it is the episode um, where the turkey keeps appearing on everybody's head. Um, Joey <laughs> and then Monica yeah. is Monica and Chandler are on a fight and Monica goes over to Chandler's apartment and does a shimmy with the turkey on her yes. head and then when she turned and that's the yeah, first time he said I love you and then when she turned yeah. around she scared the crap out of Joey and he falls <laughs> down and every time that cracks me up I like that's a good one. It's brilliant writing. Like putting your head in a turkey's ass is awesome. Well, <laughs> speaking of brilliant writing, what I thought was interesting, especially upon like rewatching it, because when I I watched it, I watched probably like the first five seasons or so live, and then I kind of fell on off of it when I was a uh, in high school, just for whatever I was working and stuff. I didn't get to watch it, yeah. So I didn't revisit the or catch up on those seasons until we bought them on DVD after they were released, after Brandy and I started dating back in, like, 2004 or so. And seeing how in, I think it's towards the end of season eight, where Joey starts having feelings for Rachel, and then it Mm -hmm. kind of going away, but then coming back again in, uh, I think, season nine, the end of season nine, um, that's pretty... Mm -hmm pretty strong because I think the the writers were trying to make you think that that's kind of the direction they were going to go with everything but then it ended up not being the case spoilers for friends I guess um (laughs) yeah I feel like I loved that storyline and it was really sweet and I love Joey he's one of my favorite characters Mm -hmm. and I and I liked that they went there with you know Joey and Rachel but I am you know, maybe people will disagree with me, but to me, like Ross and Rachel are meant to be Who's together. Who's going to disagree with you on that? Yeah, I mean that's that's I kind of know. the meant status to be quo. Together too. I, I they're going to yeah. say they're my favorite couple, and I was going to disagree with you on that. With Joey and no, Rachel? no Ross and Rachel, because you said you thought Ross and I don't know. I don't know that you, I have a favorite couple. You like uh, Chandler oh, Monica? I love Chandler, Chandler Monica as a couple. I think a lot has to do with my. I'm. This is weird saying this in front of your husband. I'm most attracted to um, Rachel. <laughs> to Chandler. To Matthew. Not Matthew. Um, Chandler. Matthew Perry. Chandler. Chandler. Yeah, Chandler. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Ch- Chandler. Yeah, so bomb. I think they're good together. I don't know. I I think it's funny. Um, yeah. That's funny for you to say that you're most attracted to. Chandler Bond. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is the actor's name? I mean Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. <laughs> I don't know that I've actually ever sat down and thought about that. Uh, David Schwimmer slash Ross has annoyed me throughout the seasons. Like, I love him inherently, but he can get a little, like, the character of Ross can get a little, like... You wouldn't date Ross. I would not I date would, Ross. because he um, is a paleontologist, and as we've discussed, mm-hmm. dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah. If he studied Ninja Turtles, you'd be like, oh... I'm moving away. I'm finding that dude. We're getting, we're getting hitched right now. Go to New York. You go to the coffee shop and he's not there and you're disappointed. <laughs> you're like, no. I feel like everybody listening to this is like, did I tune into a friend's Might as podcast? Well, so I was going to say, we had discussed whenever we were going to, you know, we kind of wanted you guys on the show and we were like, 
what would you guys want to talk about? And Friends was one of the yeah. main ones. We had all talked about that. That would be good. So well, I guess we don't need to I do, do that Well, anymore. I think we could delve into this a lot more, but I feel like this this particular conversation has uh, uh, is probably over just for the length of time. <laughs> but uh, all right, so let's move on to the first album you bought. Sure. So I'll, I'll kick this one off as well. Um, and since we're on a... New medium here. I figured it's also time for a new drink. I had actually polished off all of the uh, the rogue ale that I was drinking earlier. Oh, wow. So now I'm drinking a Jack Daniels Blackjack Cola, um, which is very good. Um, tastes like an alcoholic <laughs> um, uh, soda of some sort. Um, yep. It's like like a pre-mixed Jack yeah, and Coke. Essentially. Yeah, have you had have you Mark. ever had one or like a rum and coke? Yeah, I've had rum and like coke that? before, um, which I do you like yes, it? Yes, almost too much. Um, I've gotten uh, <laughs> drunk off of that way too many times. But, um, yeah, this Uh-oh. is kind of a, a uh, more refined version of it in a bottle, actually. So, yeah, um, yeah right on. That's like me with Long Island iced teas. <laughs> if only they bottled those. Tastes like lemonade. Oh, my God, this is so good. <laughs> and they just need another one. Um, so, yeah, the, the first album I... I bought myself, uh, the first one I was kind of obsessed with. Um, as we mentioned before when we were talking about, um, oh, uh, A League of Their Own, um, how I was aware of music and I had listened to music but not actively at that point. Um, it wasn't until like around 1995, 1996 that I started listening to the radio myself and kind of discovering bands that I liked and whatnot. Um, the actual literal first album I owned was the Rembrandts, which is the same wow. band uh, that, that do the, the Friends song. It is a Friends right? episode. Yeah. <laughs> but... That, that wasn't the, uh, the the first album. That was kind of bought for me by one of those things where you have to buy so many albums from Columbia House or whatever, you know, <laughs> and my, my stepdad ordered We'll get into that, too. Don't um, worry. But uh, <laughs> the first album I actually bought with my own money uh, because I was obsessed with the band was uh, Gravity Kills and their first self-titled album. Yeah. They are a rock band from St. Louis, Missouri, and they are regional, so if we've got people that live that are listening to this from outside of kind of the, the Southwest area. They may not have heard of them. You mean like Germany? Like Germany. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Gravity Kills was something I had discovered on the radio one summer. Um, I used to be a fat kid, and I'm still a little bit of a, a chubby kid at least. Um, but uh, one summer I had a, a bike, and I lived in the middle of nowhere and didn't have anything to do during the day, so I would go out listen to uh, headphones and ride my bike kind of around the country um, and I discovered the song Enough by Gravity Kills and that was my jam back in the day. Nice. Eventually I happened to save up some money and was out with my family at an actual place where you could buy music because um, there was no mm-hmm. iTunes back then or anything like that, no Spotify to stream anything. You just had to listen to the radio and hope that uh, your song was playing. <laughs> um, I would actually 
go out for rides if I heard people say we're going to be playing this, this, and Gravity Kills next. I would go out on my bike, and it would kind of give me get me amped a little bit to to ride a little bit faster and everything. That's funny. Sometimes I would nice. uh, uh, have the radio playing and record songs off the radio, which I think was a thing back then, recorded on tape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, eventually I was able to buy the album, and I listened to the whole nice. album all the way through and loved every song on there. So, um, Do you still listen to them now? I do. They, they haven't put out anything since, like, 2001 or 2002. Uh, but from what yeah. I understand, they're working on a new album. But yeah, I've I've still got all okay. of their their old albums and everything. So it's still a, a favorite band of mine. And a couple of years ago on Facebook, um, the lead singer, I guess he got a notification because we're we're friends on there, and he told me happy birthday. And then like everything stopped. What? And I was like, yeah, this is yep. the greatest day of my life. <laughs> um, he probably like kid Brent was just oh man, out, yeah. and right? adult Brent too. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and he did it, like, subsequent years as well, so he probably has, like, a bot program to do so. Sure. But but he he did yours personally, yeah. though. We yeah, everybody that. knows. Yeah, yeah, he came to my house. But that's He came cool. to my house. He that's sat outside awesome. my house, typed it in his oh, phone man. on Facebook, and then he left. Like, we didn't personally interact, mm-hmm. but... Sure. Um, and you can't prove any of that, but that happens. I just I know it. it's true. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. The, I'm the, with you. That's how the internet works. You have to be near someone. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, the band actually yeah. broke up in like 2006 or so, but they would get together every great once in a while and um, play shows here and there. Like in 2007, um, they actually had a show in Tulsa at the Canes Ballroom that um, nice. my friend Ross and I went to, and there was a third person who went. Who was, Oh, yeah, it was Brandy. Randy went with us. And the look she just gave me. I have no clue what he's talking about. She does not remember I, this moment. She went to a concert with you last week. No she idea. has no idea. Um, but I remember it. Actually, I would because if, I probably had to pay for my own ticket. And... No, I bought the ticket for, for you and Ross. Um, but um, we, went, we had a great time. I was worried that it was going to be one of those shows I would never get to go to. This is back when I used to go to concerts. And um, yeah. it was... So cool to be there and see all of these songs I love so much be played live. And um, yes, yeah, one of those memories yeah. I'll have forever. Like all of my other memories nice. about pop culture because I just <laughs> I can't shake Because you just have that kind of memory. Yeah, I don't know Long Division, but I remember that Gravity Kills concert is fantastic. Who you're, needs Long Division, man? You're like pop culture and like memory for things that don't matter at all is wow. scarily <laughs> accurate. Don't matter at all? That was hard. Well, it's, it's, I know. It's true. It doesn't, like, yeah, it's... He, he will say stuff like, oh yeah, no, we went to that movie together. And oh I, yeah, we talked about that. You were wearing like a navy shirt and mine We had, were sitting in this row. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm like, why did that choose to stick in your brain? I like it though because it helps me remember sometimes. I'm like, oh yeah, we did see that movie, like The Avengers. We saw that in this row in the IMAX mm-hmm. or whatever, all together. Blah, Pop blah. quiz: What was the first movie we Iron saw Man. together? The four oh, the of four us. of us, uh, Baby Mama. Yeah, let's not talk about that. That's bad. Really? Mm-hmm. That's, that's awful. <laughs> that was. A we still haven't movie. seen that movie again because I didn't like it that much. It was, it was all right. Um, the the part that I mainly remember is. Um, Her bouncing on a ball and doing whoop whoop. Yep. That's it. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. That's I, I, I actually have fond memories of it. I don't. I don't know that we've yeah. seen the movie all the way through since. But because we yeah. went with you guys, I actually have fond memories yeah. of that movie. And I'm gonna keep it that, that way. I'm not gonna go back and awesome. rewatch the movie just in case yeah, it's terrible. Maybe you yeah. 
Yeah. A little snippet of our relationship as friends (laughs) is just, we are, like, I feel like awkwardness is just, like, the glue that binds us together. Um, We went to see that movie. We awkwardly parted ways in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Then we decided we were going to go. Incredible pizza. You called us. Yeah. and said, hey, let's we go to... S- we Incre- still want to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to Incredible Pizza. And then we went to Incredible Pizza, and did we get no, in? No, we I had to pay for a dinner to get in. And we, are, yeah. and we didn't want to do that. So we right. stood outside so then, the parking lot trying to figure out, and Target's across the... Or Target's in that area. <laughs> so then we walked around Target yeah, for so quite a while. Yeah, so that was our double date, our first double date. Baby mama... Well, not going to incredible pizzas because they're too cheap, <laughs> and then walking around Target. <laughs> well, to to lay out our friendship and how it kind of came came about for the listeners, not that they care, but um, <laughs> myself and Amanda, the guy in Germany, really cares. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> Andy, listen up. Um, so, uh, I used to work at a financial institution with Amanda, and we became yes. friends there. And then it wasn't until later, after she had quit, that uh, Stephen and I um, had become friends. But the first movie yes. we, like the three of us, went to go see was Iron Man in 2008. Um, Brandy was nice. sick at that time. Wait, the... F- oh, we all three went to see... <laughs> yes, yeah, we together? went to Texas Roadhouse to eat beforehand. And then we went to go oh, see <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> I really have no recollection. Welcome to my life. This is what I yeah. live with. Good. Yeah. And plus, we, we, we dragged you to uh, Texas Roadhouse, which we, yeah, I think you and I, outside of the podcast, talked about how you hate because of the country music. The country music, and I don't like scooping the peanuts onto the floor, the peanut shells. I'm just, yeah. that's not how I was oh, raised. I never do that. You know what? I made a mess. Exactly. I will clean it up. I'll put it on my plate. <laughs> it's all good. Before I leave, I actually ask for a broom and I say, can I help you out? Right. <laughs> for other yeah. people? I feel bad. Do you guys have a wet floor sign we can put out real quick while I'm (laughs) out? This is dangerous. (laughs) So there was another guy who worked at the the credit union with us who had I think told you prior to me working there, he was friends with Steven and he told you, You need to meet Steven, he is you. Essentially, Essentially, yeah. yeah. And then whenever we met, I said wow, you remind me a lot of my mm. husband. You should probably meet him. Yeah, and Stephen came up there at one point, and uh, both you and uh, our coworker introduced me to him. We shook hands, and we're like, hey. And then we went about our business. Like, we didn't, because it, it was a little bit awkward. I wasn't sure. Because neither of you guys are, like, you're not, like, super talkative. Yeah. I mean, you have a podcast, yes, you are talking, yeah. but in terms of... Meeting new people. Meeting new Not people. Not like that, though. Yeah. 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 I was like, this guy's okay. I hear I'll like him. Whatever. Yeah. We'll see. And then I saw, and <laughs> yeah. we are yeah. good friends. So, yeah. yeah. But at the time, I was like, yeah, whatever. We're it was, it was preordained. Yeah, it was. <laughs> All right, so my first album that I bought was 3A Music Service, because uh, that was the first thing I could think of that I bought. And it was the one that I specifically signed up for the music service for, though. So that's why I thought it was probably a good one for the first album. But it was Adam Sandler's What's Your really? Name? Really? Okay. In 1997. It's his first album. I listened to a lot of his around that time. But it was his first album that was just songs. His other ones have, like, skits on them and stuff. But um, And I like those, those as well. But I used to be a huge Adam Sandler fan before things happened and he makes the movies he does today uh but 
I was, you know, more of like Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore and right. stuff like that. And uh, this album I liked a whole lot. There was like a bunch of songs I wrote down, but they're just songs that I liked a lot. Um, the Lonesome Kicker and Pickin' Daisies and uh, he has one called The Goat Song. I come from the hills of Europe. That's where I met the old man. He was lost in the woods. I gave him directions. He gave me a tuna can. All of his songs are just very Adam Sandlery, but at the time I thought that was amazing. He was everything that I thought like an album needed to be a comedy album, especially or whatever. Um, so that's yeah, my first album. But I I bought that from the the BMG Music Ordering Service because uh, <laughs> at the time I thought, man, this is such right. a great deal. Sure, I have to buy these other ones for $24 later on, but whatever, no big deal. I'm trying to remember what that was because at the time, I didn't even... That wasn't something that I did personally. That was something my stepdad and my my mom were were subscribed to. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. You had to buy like so many albums per year, right? Yeah, it was like you could get like six albums for a penny if you bought four albums in the next year. But the next year, they're like... $25 $25 right. an album. Right, and for the, for, the, so for the people who are growing up now in the, like, streaming music and <laughs> iTunes generation, yeah, it wasn't, oh like, $9.99 per album. It was, like, $26 no. for an album. Yeah. It was, it was insane. And you had to buy, like, yes. a bunch of yeah. them. Yeah, over, like, a year or yeah. two. So, yeah, I did that. Uh, I mean, at the time, I got a bunch of stuff. I didn't know how else to... I mean, I, I could go to, like, a CD store or whatever. I ended up going to, like, a lot of used CD stores after that, but I thought... Whenever I saw that on TV, I was like, oh, this is the thing. This is how you get music. (laughs) (laughs) It's the cost of music. (laughs) So, oh, well. It comes right to you in the mail. I mean, it was, you know, visionary at the time, really. Now I want everything to come to the mail. Isn't it amazing, though, to think, so how old would you have been when you first ordered that? I was like 11 or 12. Okay. Okay, so... 20-something years ago. Yeah, like 30 or 40 years ago, yeah. Right, 30 or 40 years ago. But, I mean, isn't it amazing to think how music has changed in two decades? Oh, yeah, a short amount of time. I often think about our our actual generation and our uh, uh, everything with the technology and the trajectory that's all taken and stuff. It's in, like, crazy, like, movies. We've lived through, like, VHS, DVD, Laserdisc. (laughs) Blu-ray, HD, DVD, streaming, like, we've gone through a, through a wide gamut of, mm-hmm. of different Brandy, media. Brandy got up to go run this morning. Um, what time did you leave? It was like 7-something in the morning? Six, uh, I left the house at 6.30 to 630. go run at 7. So wow. I was awake wow. when she left, and I pulled up my phone, pulled up iTunes, I thought, oh, here are a couple of songs I want to buy from my bed after I just woke up. So it just, <laughs> it didn't, yeah. No big no, deal. No big deal at all. So, yeah. It's pretty good. Guys, Times have changed. You're doing Saturdays yes, wrong. I know. Trust me, oh, I yeah. know. But I love lava cakes. <laughs> <laughs> so. so you run. It, yeah, that makes I sense. have to do you it. You could still run later. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. No, I think that's okay. If you're running, it's good in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Exactly. Do you nap? I haven't had a nap. No, I need one. Okay. Well, in the meantime, what was the first album you bought? Um, I wonder, because I didn't <laughs> look past number two on your list, Amanda. So I wonder what your number three was. 
My, are you wanting to go out of order? Is no, when you were asking? saying no. the number two list, um, list of the, the TV show, we had the exact same answer. She didn't see. I didn't see oh, what okay. your third answer was for your album, but I wonder if we have the same one. Mine is from 1998. Okay. Oh, no. No. Okay. That just, okay. That's where it ends. But I am, I am very curious to hear what yours it is. It is the debut album of NSYNC. Drop the mic. It's tearing up my heart when I'm with you. But when we are apart, I feel it too. And no matter what I do, I feel the pain. Oh, <laughs> amazing, right? One, so one of the questions that did not make the cut on the list was the first concert yep, you ever mine saw. Mine was in sync. And mine was, and mine was in. Mine was in so. Let's just talk about that real quick because it's related. Okay. Um, mine. Bonus mine question, was, guys. He took his earpiece out because he's already heard this story. So it was my very first concert. I was in middle school. I don't know what my parents were thinking, but they let me go to St. Louis, Missouri um, with friends oh, wow. from middle school. I don't think. You guys drove there in middle yeah, school? Yeah, my That's parents crazy. stayed home. So she let, they let me go with friends that I don't think they ever met. Damn. Friends from school. The reason... Who drove the um, car? Brandy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I had still like big shoes on, you know, platform shoes, and I was sitting on a... Oh, yeah. Um, Doc Martens. Yes. Um, so I went with like four or five girls from high school, and one of, um, their, like, one of their moms went, and she drove us. Yeah. Um, the reason why my parents let me go, because we had third row center from the stage oh man and to to today i'm pretty sure justin timberlake mouthed to me will you marry me i'm positive yeah oh, wow and i said yes he didn't hear me obviously <laughs> <laughs> i think brent is having a seizure right now <laughs> <laughs> because he's married to jessica, jessica, Bills, jessica so Beals yeah he didn't hear upset. me yeah. i i tried to scream it but the bitch next to me couldn't stop screaming so oh wow no, first album <laughs> Your friend's mom. <laughs> this was. This. <laughs> bitch next to me wanted to stop screaming. <laughs> um, was this whenever JTT or no, not JTT? Sorry, wow. JT had um, frosted tips. No, this is the first one. I think he had the uh, curliness going on, and probably the frosted tips too. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I looked the up the album frosties. cover. Um, on my phone, when I what you say, curly frosty. <laughs> the, the curly frosty. My favorite cereal, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's like a frosty from Wendy's mixed with some curly fries. Yeah, yeah. and some pubes. Um, pretty much in. We're all thinking it. Pretty much until two thousand three. That's all I listened to was in sync. So. Um, so the debut album was not the No Strings Attached. No, it was album, a self-titled in sync. Now, if nerd, yes. nerd bomb, nerd alert. So that was their <laughs> debut album in the states. I owned their debut albums in other countries, like in yeah. Japan. Wait, they actually blew up first in Germany. Germany. So you're uh, welcome, Andy. Oh my God! There's such a um, German theme to yeah. this. Episode. So really, the first debut album, my first album I bought was the NSYNC here released, and then I was like, oh my God, they're amazing. So I went and. Bought online and found other ways to f search 
um, and right. bought their other debut albums for every all over the place. So I had just wow. a big, what a CD binder, whatever it's called, of just in sync albums because oh, I oh wow yes yeah. yep. CD binder. I I like that we have never had to have the argument of in sync versus Backstreet. Where our friendship oh, couldn't right. survive. You both just it. know. Well, yeah. I mean, we are just both right. Okay, yes. good. I thought you were going to be like, because yeah. I don't want to have that conversation with you because it is Backstreet Boys. <coughs> Guys, you might lose oh, listeners no. because I'm trashing Backstreet Boys. I'm just saying. That is our main demographic. Yeah, that's what we're worried about. Uh, the people who <laughs> right. take the Backstreet Boys cruise. The listeners are really big Backstreet yeah. Boys fans. It's the main crossover. You never know. Okay, so I think that this is probably a good transition for me to talk about. Yeah. My album of choice. The, the first one I bought. So I did ask Stephen. We tried, we tried to keep it to where um, I did not tell him things. But I said, so, like, what do you mean when you say bought? <laughs> Stole? She was very specific. <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean? I said, well, I mean, technically, the first CD that I bought was from the mailing in the UPC codes on a mm, cereal okay. box. And I said I said they didn't count. Like the one she went like went out to right. buy. Okay, so the one that came from the cereal box was the Pocahontas soundtrack. Okay. And let me tell you guys, I played that on repeat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I did as well. I didn't buy it through that though. I think I actually bought that. But the actual first one that I remember buying with my own hard earned allowance. Yeah, allowance <laughs> money was Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. Nice. Okay. That's a good, a good one. one. Yeah. And I played that over and over and over. I feel like uh, now that I'm looking back at your list, like A League of Their Own, I Love Lucy, you mentioned like the strong, funny woman, now Alanis Morissette. You have this like uh, girl power thing going on for mm-hmm. sure. You know, I would never have like really thought about that, but I think that that is, um, yeah, I really, I really like people who, women who kind of stand on their own. Now we Apparently, need to insert yeah. some Spice Girls music right now. Yo! I know, right? <laughs> oh, I do. I did love the Spice Girls, like for sure. Um, but I also think that, like, at least Atlantis Morissette was. I I have two older brothers, and um, that was like really. They were really into the grunge scene, really into alternative music, you know. Um, and so that was kind of the music that I grew up listening to. And so the first album that I bought myself was not, like, I feel was kind of in that same vein. Yeah. You know? Um, to say it's like the, yeah, the girl version. Of right. It was a female, but it was kind of in that same version. And I remember, um, I, you know, I loved that entire album. And I don't know that I actually bought subsequent albums of hers, but Jagged Little Pill was like, yep. I think most of the songs on that album were really, really strong. That's like a seminal record, yeah. Well, and I think that a lot of them were hits on the yeah. radio, too. What <clears throat> what I, surprise, surprise, I have a strong memory tied to that album. Um, that album actually really? debuted 
at the same time or the same year that Friends debuted. And um, I associate the two with each other. Yeah. Um, Because that was kind of the the age I kind of became aware of different media. Um, Like I said, I wasn't really listening to the radio myself, but there was music being played at my house um, by my stepfather and my mom. And uh, (laughs) at at the time, the cutting edge technology was one of those six disc changers. Um, oh, hysteria, as you know. Oh, yeah. And my, yeah. my stepdad bought one of those, and uh, he bought it from, I think it was Best Buy. Um, I wasn't there for the actual purchase. That's why I don't remember. It's the only reason I don't remember, guys. Um, <laughs> and uh, he, I came home one weekend uh, from, my, from my dad's, and he had the stereo set up. He had the six-disc changer, and evidently they had a program where if you bought a, an actual six-disc CD changer stereo system, they would give you six albums to kind of complement that. Um, and nice. one of those albums was Jagged Little Pill. And yeah, really? I remember listening to it and I loved it. I And back when I was younger, I didn't, I didn't really have a difference. Like it didn't really segment in my mind like this is something that men sing about and this is something that women sing about. It all just kind of flowed together. Went yeah. together. So, and that's kind of still how I feel about pop music at least um but her her stuff even though it was like pop is in popular it was still kind of more on the rock side of things and there was a lot of it was a lot more yeah. mature themes associated with the album oh yeah yeah um, and that was yeah. kind of my first experience with that i mean like it was the first time i remember hearing um hearing a, a version on the radio and then hearing a non-edited version on the radio of... <laughs> right, right, where she drops yeah. the F-bomb. Or, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, it kind of blew my mind that like, oh, she's singing about this, and it, she wasn't really singing about sex or whatever. She had just kind of mentioned that in that, that particular song. Yeah. But <laughs> I remember going to see a, a movie with my dad and was in a, uh, a mall, and as we were walking out of the mall, that song was playing, but it was, of course, the edited version. But it blew my mind. It's like, oh, my God, there's, they, they say the F word in the song, you know? Right. Uh, I, 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 think, I couldn't fathom that. I think for, yeah. for me, I remember thinking that even though I was young whenever the album came out, I remember thinking that she was somebody who kind of like laid it all out there, who was very vulnerable. And I don't know how to say it, but she, it was like she was angry in her songs, but she was completely uncovered, completely vulnerable, like kind of laid her heart bare in this music. And I really appreciated that. And I mean, I was, I was brought up in like a (laughs) suburban household with two happily married parents and, had never really experienced something, but even for me, there was something that I could, you know, latch on to. Yeah, could glean from it, and, yeah. hmm And I just thought, wow, what, like, bravery for somebody to have to to just be so open with yeah. these things. Yeah, yeah, I think... She's badass. Yeah, I, and, and I, I totally agree with that. I think that her being so honest was something that brought her attention. Besides the songs being catchy... Uh, I think that's what a right. lot of people glean from her is like, as soon as you heard those songs, you kind of knew exactly where she was coming from. You may not be able to 
identify with every individual lyric, but as a person, that's kind of those type of struggles or something that each person right. goes through. I think. Isn't it? Isn't it ironic? God damn it, Stephen. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, it wasn't on that album. Oh, was it not? No, for some oh. reason on my mind, Ironic was on Jagged Little I'll Pill. Still allow it. But I looked it up and it's not. Well, that's so funny. weird. Because, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have guessed it's that. It's not. It's the main one that I associate yeah. with yeah. it. But what's so funny is while we were talking, it was, I thought maybe I should look this up and see which um, songs are on there. And it's not. But I r- forgot about a song called Hand in My Pocket. Right. That mm-hmm. she sang, and that was probably one of my favorite songs on that album. You'll play it for me later. I don't remember that one title. Yeah, I, I like that on the, um, I guess each chorus of "One Hand in My Pocket" is slightly different because she's giving a different yes. sign as as she's doing it. And I remember noticing that right. as a kid and thinking there was some craft that went into it. Like, it never occurred right. to me before, because every chorus I had remember hearing up to that point was just the literal same words each time. Right. Like, one is her, I think she's, like, smoking a cigarette Yeah, and then she's giving a peace sign. the piano. One is giving the yeah. peace sign, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, that's a good album. Yeah, that was a good choice. Yeah, it was a, it was yeah. a great album. Good one. Nice, Amanda. Runner-up, I would say, was Joan Osborne. <laughs> um, what if God was nice. one of us? I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like but whatever that album was. But that's the only <laughs> song I remember from it. And it's funny because those two were sticking in my mind, and I looked them up to see um, which was released first, and it was yeah. Alanis Morissette. So. Right on. You know, just just kind of All discussing right. the album side of things, I was I was trying to think to myself like maybe each each person who discovers music that kind of speaks to them, it's maybe gender specific because. Mine was a band that had a, a male... They were all an all-male band. Steven was essentially the same thing with Adam Sandler. I mean, it was a, a male singing yeah, the music. Yeah, he's the masculine force that I wanted <laughs> in my childhood. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you, though. But Brandy's was male. I know, I know. So I, I kind of wonder what the... But it the... tugged at teenagers' hearts, you know, like... But that, yeah, NSYNC is like the most... Almost the most female exactly. you can get as well, though. Because <laughs> it's like... Who loves NSYNC as the females? That's the true. I mean, I guess mine could have been a, a male, but I had two brothers who bought a lot of albums. Yeah. and Well, and they were buying, yeah, like early and mid-90s grunge. Right, so they would be buying, yeah. yeah, like Nirvana and stuff like that. And so yeah. I would I would just listen to that music with yeah. them. So when it came to t- like time for me to buy what I wanted to listen to, Maybe I, I kind of said, let's, let's throw some girls in there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But same kind of thing. Well, as far as, bo- as, far as boy bands go, um, I will side with Brandy on NSYNC because she'll kill me otherwise. Mm. But I do want to say mm. Backstreet Boys, I want it that way, is the fucking shit. And Teenage Brent would, would not have agreed with that because I hated boy bands back in the day. But having, <laughs> being older and having a little bit of perspective, you know, having some time away from it, I will say I do like that song. But... I want I like it, that one song but, a whole lot. Yeah, that one's good out of theirs, but I want it that way. We'll never compare with Bye Bye Bye. All right. So. Wow. 
We need to have a boy band podcast so we can argue on what's the best. That's up to you, ladies. I'll I'll do the artwork for you if you want. Stephen can post the descriptions for you. So, (laughs) I know all the places. (laughs) I don't know that I could really talk about uh, at length. Boy band, just go song by song. Ooh, we could talk about O Town. (laughs) (laughs) And what is it? The podcast everybody needs. And what is it? Lit L I T. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was saying 98 Degrees. degrees. You, got, yeah. you got all of them. He stole my... LFO? Oh, yeah. He stole my No, that's woman. LFO. Oh, is that... I, he, he stole, stole my woman, woman like, like he stole, stole my bike. Yeah, I'm lost. Um, <laughs> you should be. I feel like I'm at right. a concert right now. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> we really shouldn't. <laughs> hey, it's Brent. Our show ran super long this week, so... We're actually splitting it up into two separate parts, so be sure to come back later this week as we discuss movies that we wore out on VHS, fads that we were into, stuff we like, and some more outtakes at the end of the show. And as always, be sure to follow us on Twitter at LTASpod, and if you like the show, be sure to tell your friends about us. Do you have your phone on mute? No. Um, but let's go back to the contractor. <laughs> He's... Please mute your phone and put it on that, put it on that table. Okay. Put that on that table, He's... please. This is a lid, though. Why do I need to put it on that table? Just because I know you, you're going to drink this, and then... I won't slam it. it. <laughs> then you put your big-ass beer on the side table. I don't slam it down. I don't slam mine down either. Shit, we're recording this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.